0: Totally off sides. Whoa. Totally off Totally offside!s sides. Whoa. Totally off Totally off
1: Hey, welcome to Totally Upsides. This is your temporary leader of the pack, Anthony Cierdelli, Uh here hosting uh, with my buddy Jeff Hardwick. Jeff, how you doing?
0: I'm great. I just want our listeners to picture Anthony with one hand on the wheel of the bus and his other hand just fending me off as you know <laughs> like the drunken lunatic on the bus, like "Let me drive, let me drive."
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, if Chip were driving the bus, you'd be sitting there just shouting shouting taunts, but if I'm driving, you're, you're getting right in my face.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm, gra- I'm, I'm trying to grab for the wheel and I'm, I'm going to make this difficult because I can, and, and who's going to yell at me? You.
1: <laughs> and what remarkable timing, basically driving over a, uh, driving up a mountain road with huge cliffs on the edge. We are going to talk about, uh, the trade deadline that happened today. So, uh, sorry, Chip, uh, we're going to ruin the show again.
0: No, we're not going to ruin it. we we give, we give gold. You gotta True. sift you got well, here's the thing. The problem is this is not consistent gold. Otherwise, we'd be getting paid for it. Like if we could just churn out consistent gold, this yeah. wouldn't be a hobby, right? Yeah. But you get we get we get nuggets, right? My get,
1: my podcast get, fancy stats are great. I should be getting paid more. Nobody <laughs> knows how good I am unless right. you show show them the numbers.
0: You make a great point, but <laughs> still but still our listeners still okay. Because of me, our listeners have to sift through a lot of caca. Uh, to get to those, to get to those gold nuggets. Um, but they, they, they do exist. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we're going to, I think we're We've got some of those today is, is what I'm, is what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's get into it. Trade deadline happened and uh, we have just a all-time quote by Daryl Sutter. Mm. Let's uh, let's get into that one. What what you want to tell you want to tell everyone what he oh. said in your best Daryl Sutter voice? Can you do like a Western <laughs> Canada, uh, the Daryl Sutter voice?
0: It's 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 definitely a it's definitely a mumble. Um, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I'm never I'm never going to talk trash about the man. Uh, he's like he'll he'll never buy a drink in 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 the South Bay for as long as he lives. Right? He bought he bought he brought Stanley Cups to Los Angeles. So, so uh, all of this is said with love, I get, because I've, I've, I've I've sat through his press conferences where was like, that's all you're going to say. Are you effing kidding me? Like I've been there. So (laughs) for him, (laughs) for him to be talking about the trade deadline going, (laughs) what was it? I I might, I might get like, I'm not getting traded today. I I might get fired today, but I'm not getting traded.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, does he know something we don't? Is he, did he, uh. Did he, like, throw a cup of hot coffee? I mean, he's good. The, the Flames are doing great. I mean, I wonder if he just, like, tossed a cup of flaming hot coffee on an assistant before he walked out there, and he's just counting his, counting down his minutes.
0: I'm pretty – maybe. Is that an omen that, like, yeah, he's running away with first place in the Pacific Division, um, but he's on thin – you know, but he <laughs> – the only reason he's got his job is because he's in first place in the Pacific Division is 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 that what he's is that what he's trying to 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 convey to us
1: <laughs> yeah i don't i think i think he's 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 like a guy like torts where he people i mean I, like you you hear players and and fans love him and then he wears out his welcome as soon as as soon as the comp- competitiveness wanes uh you get locked out of the locker room uh by like a chair wedged under the door isn't that what the kings did to him when they when he was falling out of favor allegedly he, they like locked him out of the room
0: oh absolutely yeah 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 there was there was uh, there was there was players only uh meetings I, multiple i'm sure I, at least one that i know of if not if not more uh, but yeah that's that's what ha- that's what happens with the guy like it's players go through a wall for him right until they're done going through a wall for him
1: <laughs> right until when- the w- the other side of the wall isn't a Stanley Cup it's it's an early playoff loss or missing the playoffs
0: yeah, uh, Right. And, and yes, it, for, and it, it's crazy because you saw it, you see it everywhere he's gone, right? San Jose, LA, back here in Calgary, anywhere he goes, when he's the new voice, he rallies troops. I don't know what it is, but he, he know he rallies guys, but it only lasts so long. I'm sh- I and I'm a- I'm actually shocked it lasts as long as it did in LA. But I think it was it was the perfect storm of that there was there was an amount of winning that was happening that allowed the him to his voice to go on for as long as it did in LA.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean two Stanley Cups, uh, the first two in and in, in King's history. It's going to buy you some. Uh, that's going to buy you some time.
0: Yeah, two, two, and three years, and and the off year was a uh, a, a Western Conference Finals exit to the Hawks, the, the the eventual Cup champions that year. Like that, not not bad, right? Yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna get a little bit of a leash, and so yeah, no, he he got to suck for probably a year and a half longer than he should have been allowed to suck there <laughs> at the end. That and that's that's what winning will buy you. and I think that's that's why he stayed around longer in LA than anywhere else is because there was a, the amount of winning bought him the amount of time, like, come on, one more year, one more year, one more year. Uh, All right, we're done.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. And um, it's, uh, but I mean, with quotes like that, he's always got some good quotes. So at least, at least it will provide some entertainment value to the people who don't have to play for him.
0: (laughs) Right. Oh, and uh, just so everybody knows, I did get thrown off a little bit because I could have swore in the show open we were going to open with uh, with Anthony running his mouth and uh, getting getting himself into a Twitter beef. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but I, and, and I, I'm, I'm glad that we've just about uh, run out of uh, Daryl Sutter material because I've got to know what a what an Anthony Trudelli Twitter beef sounds like.
1: It was do, jet-
0: I, do I say that right, by the way?
1: Yeah, Anthony Trudell, you got it. Everyone okay, and, and the cool. people who who know who I was who I was beefing with now know how to pronounce my name, and um, they can come and find me. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so before I get into this, none of this, none of this Twitter beef. And he's, is at, any... and he's at
0: 2214 3rd <laughs> <third> Street.
1: <laughs> and before I get into this, I don't want to attack anyone personally. Like this is not this is all in good fun or hockey hockey debates. So. Uh uh this is not like a, a personal attack on anyone. But so I saw when I was doing my early trade deadline perusals this morning that uh the Capitals got Marcus Johansson uh and traded Daniel, Daniel Sprong in picks to Seattle. Uh and I just remembered, like I was like, oh Daniel Sprong's on the move again. And I was like, didn't wasn't he just a, a fancy stats darling here in, in Anaheim? And weren't a lot of people up in arms when the ducks first didn't put him in the NHL for a while, kept him in the NH- AHL and then traded him. People were like, I, I seem to remember a lot of hubbub when they traded him, like, oh, he's a, he's our only good offensive player. And to which I responded, No, he was not. He was the <laughs> he was the best situation, he was the best, maybe had some had some flashy abilities on a very, very bad offensively boring team. So I tweeted. Retweeted the tweet uh, announcing the trade and and wrote, Sprong moving to another team, but I thought he was good. Uh, And that was just scratching an itch or scab uh, directed maybe indirectly at the fancy stats community. And I did get some angry responses, one in particular, who uh, posted his player card, um, evolving hockey or whatever the stuff is that they always post on Twitter, uh, trying to argue with me that he, Daniel Sprong, is a good player. To which I say he is not. He is a good player in the way that all NHL players are the best hockey players in the world. Like, I'm not saying that he does not deserve to be in the NHL. I never said that. You're a world-class hockey player. If you're in the NHL, you're good. But relative to his peers, he is poop. And I don't care what the fancy stats community says or the, the player card that I'm looking at. He has to play offense and defense. Yeah, sure. His offense is good. His fancy stats on offense are good. He's terrible defensively. And I didn't see any Capitals fans when I, when I perused quitter. Or, wow, quitter, that's a good term. I need to use that at some point. Uh, when I was looking at Twitter to see if any Capitals fans were up in arms over losing Daniel Sprung, I'm pretty sure most of them basically said, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Like, he's not a good on competitive teams he does not move the needle and the result of that is two stanley cup winners in the past decade moving on from him and really the only team that want that whose fans some of fans wanted to keep him were the ducks but that was because the ducks were terrible sprong is a fourth line player he's but he's not the savior of any team and i don't think he's nearly as good as as the fancy stats community makes him out to be because he's on the fourth line and he still puts up, he put up less points than Derek Grant this year and people here hate Derek Grant now. So uh, I just, I I can't, and I can't with the fancy stats community and some of their, some of the Hills they're willing to die on. I get it. It's fancy stats and analytics totally have (laughs) a place in the NHL. If you want to, if you want to use them to optimize your lineup, or to to make a decision between two guys who are really close, maybe have a little bit better advanced. One guy has a better advanced statistics than the other. Do it, but don't basically judge your entire roster or your entire, anyone you want to trade for on these evolving hockey cards, like these evolving hockey player cards that show all like projected war and EV offense, power play, all that type of stuff. Because they don't, the game isn't played on a calculator and everyone uses the term eye test and it's like a pejorative term for people who don't want to use fancy stats. The people who make the rosters in the NHL, who choose the rosters and all the scouts that watch the players, they can see what the players' abilities are that translate to these fancy statistics. There is no secret calculator rink where these players are playing and generating these stats that are suddenly having an effect on the game. Scouts can see what's happening. They can see what Daniel Sprong does well. They can see what he doesn't do well. And they have concluded that they don't want him on the Capitals. He's not a part of a Stanley Cup winning team. So they sent him to Seattle. And that's a problem I have with a lot of fancy stats community. I mean, not the fancy stats community, but the fancy stats community on Twitter, (laughs) who just post things. This guy's good. Post a player card. Like, why is he good? And do you think that the NHL front offices aren't noticing that some of these guys are good or not good and don't know the skills that they have that create these statistics? Sorry, I'm getting all riled up. That's the end of my rant.
0: <laughs> no, really. Tell us how you really feel. No. Okay. So I do, I do want to ask you this um, as a professional devil's advocate, um, and not because I'm not on, on your side, is that I think. I think the league needed to get past the The league shifted when the first person was able to go past just the eye test and look at some fancy stats, figure some things out. And they were the early winners, right? You can look at it in baseball. You can look at it in, in, in a lot in a lot of different uh, sports that happened.
1: But in baseball, not not really. I mean, Moneyball is a big example with the A's. Like, Sure, Moneyball worked, but I think we've mentioned this before. There is no part in that book or the movie that mentions the three Cy Young-caliber starting pitchers that the Oakland A's had in their lineup. When the Red Sox won the World Series with Theo Epstein, they also had Manny Ramirez. I mean, they found David Ortiz, but they had Manny Ramirez. They had Kurt Schilling. They have guys who were big-name free agents who maybe didn't have the best analytics, but absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> were awesome on the field oh. and hockey. I mean, it's you find a market advantage or whatever you find the, the thing that, that people. Uh, and I don't know, cause I'm not in an NHL front front office that people aren't doing or aren't look, looking at, but I still think when it comes down to it, it, it the game is <laughs> hard. It's hard for me to articulate this. Now I do think it has a place in the game, but I just think, Maybe it's the the dichotomy between the the way the, the thing that gets me, the way that people on Twitter talk about it and the way that it's actually used in front offices. I'm sure they're using it effectively and to their advantage, but like when you're trying to argue with me that some on on Twitter or show that someone is better than they deserve a player is better than their their maybe like reputation as they're being showed, explain why. There what skill set they have that translates to those, like use context, be like, okay, he's got this expected goals because he's really good at breaking the puck out. he makes quick first passes, advises his teammates' time, and uh, when he's on the ice, his teammates are more here, his teammates are more likely to score because he's he's fast he's got his inaccurate pass or whatever, but you also have to go with both sides. don't tell me he's a good guy he's got a good shot he's he's fast, but his defense sucks, like in the case of Daniel sprung, okay, why? you got to go both sides of the coin. You can't just look at one and be like, Oh, look at this. Look how good, look how good is uh, his projected war is. He plays like eight minutes a night and he has, he, he has to play defense. He plays eight minutes a night. Cause he sucks at defense.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting all tongue tied now. I feel like I'm, I'm going to blow a, blow a fuse.
0: No, I absolutely dude, Trust me. One, you know, one ranting rambler to another. I, would you shut up with the fire department already? <laughs> um,
1: Jeff got a fire no,
0: And I really did. Um, no, and, and and a sober one was replaced. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's find out if that's true. No, but okay. So no, but getting back to my point about you know I wanted to play the devil's advocate and, and like you kind of you kind of beat me to it. Is that yeah? There's a place. There's a place for it in the game, but it, again, it can't be the end all be all because yeah, it takes. When you look at all of those stats, it's going to take somebody's eye to go, oh, yeah, no, this guy can't play defense. We're dog shit. So, right. No. So you have to they have to work in concert. They have to work together. Right. And you can't base your argument on one or the, you know, uh, your argument for a player on either one or the other. They've, you know, they've got to they've got to work in concert. You know what I mean? You've got to have you've got to have some sort of backup on in both.
1: Yeah, 100 yeah. percent agree. Wait, Ryan, Ke- I'm confused. I just, sorry, I was looking at Twitter and did Ryan, I missed the whole Evgeny Dadanoff thing. Yeah, uh,
0: Kessler's, Kessler's gone.
1: He, he got traded to the to where? Where? His, his, to Vegas? Yeah. For his <laughs> LTIR? Wow. He's probably going to move there anyway, even though he's not playing. He'd be like, hell yeah. He's gonna show up at the <laughs> facility and be like, "I'm gonna try to make a comeback."
0: Right here we go.
1: Just to live in Vegas,
0: right? He's gonna he's gonna ride the fountain of youth that is Jack Eichel.
1: Yep, is Jack Eichel's I- gonna develop a, a medical cure for his uh, for uh, Kessler's hip and a? I don't, don't want to joke about um, obviously a painful, debilitating uh, thing with his his digestive system, thanks to the toward all that he was given but uh yeah I mean, i'm just not going to go there uh enjoy oh, vegas damn. ryan kessler or the spirit of ryan kessler's career
2: right
0: no uh, mate you think he do you think he'll play again
1: no <laughs> no way i was just making i was just trying to say like maybe living in vegas is enough to uh to make him want to do a pretend comeback so he can hang out in vegas for a little bit If, if there's anywhere to do it, I'm telling you, man, Vegas is turning
0: into a freaking pirate ship. Like the Raiders, the Raiders move there. And all of a sudden it's like, yep, we're this people now. Yep. That's the kind of town we are. Yeah. Like, can, Can anybody tell me of another franchise who's been in three cities in like 25 years, something like that? When did That's... the Raiders left LA in 94, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: back to go back to Oakland. So from 94 till 20, whatever, they were in Oakland and now they're in Vegas.
1: Will the Washington Nationals count Montreal, Puerto Rico, and Washington?
0: But Puerto Rico, get out of here!
1: <laughs> oh boy, all right, let's go on to winners and losers of the uh. Trade deadline. Currently, I think I am a loser of the trade deadline just because I went on that rant about Twitter and now I feel like a dumbass. Right. <laughs> I feel like, and you uh, never get caught up in Twitter beefs and try to articulate them over the air because they don't make sense. Right.
0: <laughs> I was I was happy to let you try though.
1: <laughs> All right, uh Jeff. Who are your uh, winners and losers of this trade deadline? Uh,
2: you know what? In- would you
0: thinking long-term do you think that the ducks were were winners rather than losers at the deadline for as much for for as many as the you know the names that are that are now off the books i think
1: i've been kicking this around in my head a lot um i think this is going to be a little bit of a cop-out but i think it all depends on what verbeek does in the offseason because the Ducks were close enough or competitive enough for the entire season that you feel like they're on the precipice, but that was with Raquel and Lynn and Manson Uh, and getting rid of those guys, especially on defense. you now have a huge hole on defense. I mean, you, you just drafted a, a franchise defenseman in Drysdale, but you're probably gonna have to draft another one because you really just gutted your defense, but you got a lot of draft picks. You got rid of some salary So I wonder if Rubik is sees what he has like as a core and is going to use some of these draft picks and this cap space to make some big moves in the offseason and really try to get over the hump and into the playoffs next season. Or if he's like if he sees sold the the whatever their names are, the owners, uh, if he sold them on like, hey, this team is artificially competitive or like there we need to take a couple more steps back before before we take some steps forward and really strip down the roster again to kind of rebuild over the, the next couple seasons I don't I think it's the latter I mean I think it's the former I think he's gonna he's gonna be aggressive I would hope he's aggressive at the draft and free agency to kind of vault this team into a more competitive status even after losing Lindholm and Manson but I I say they're winners now because I think they got a lot of draft capital and I think they still have a pretty stacked system, but uh, that's contingent on what they're going to do this offseason.
0: Yeah, I think you, you hit the head. You, you hit the nail on the head, uh, differentiating between now and then, right? Is that in order for then to be successful, now had to be successful. But just because now is successful doesn't mean that then will be successful, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, you can follow that that tracks. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I am so on. So, <laughs> and that being said, I don't I don't think they could have set themselves up for success better if the plan, like you said, was the first route was acquiring capital and making making some moves in the off-season to uh to not not rebuild but retool on top of what they have coming up in the rebuild you know to to put to put with the kids it's like yeah. no, we just you know we just need we just need better support around that and if that's if if that's the plan they they did exactly what they needed to do which was rad i think the, i think the kings end up being pretty big losers uh in all of this um you would expect, given given where given where they are uh in the standings, given what they've been doing record-wise, and you think about it, uh, this team started one six and one. Like they're they're they over the over the first eight games. They they beat the crap out of the Knights on opening literally opening night. Mm-hmm. They they opened at home beat beat up on the Knights, and then went oh six and one. <laughs> and with
1: the injuries. I mean, with the injuries to Byfield and um Walker and, and Dowdy. Doughty.
0: Dowdy Doughty early on. Yeah. No, it was uh but yeah, it was it was it was very chaotic early on for the Kings. Uh, but you know you take 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 what take the first two, three weeks of the season away. The Kings are playing just as good a hockey as anybody else out there. Um uh, and so you you figure that being the case, they would have done a lot more. Um, I would have liked to have seen them do a lot more than to acquire what a a, a bottom a bottom pair defenseman um, who what you said you said can, can put up, can put up some some points I guess
1: yeah, he, he's had seasons where I think he's been and I still got his his uh, elite prospects up. He's had seasons where he's had high teens, low 20s points and mostly assists uh with the Canucks over the past few seasons. I mean tw- oh, all right. Yeah, twenty-four was his high in twenty sixteen-seventeen. Um so I mean he can he can provide some offensive punches it looks like, but I mean you with a guy I mean they were rumored to be in on Chickering and some and Giordano and some of the bigger defensive defensive uh trade targets. I would have loved to have seen them get Chickering because I love Chickering. I think he I think he would fit well in LA uh but they must have been not willing to, to pay the price that the coyote the coyotes probably wanted LA to buy them a new new arena. Right.
0: <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, they're gonna be the butt of every fucking joke for God knows. <laughs> for as long as the franchise is in the goddamn desert, just move it already.
1: Yeah. Just just end everybody's misery.
0: Jesus. I mean, or you know. We're gonna we'll we'll fish we'll fish that like dry. (laughs) If you you're just gonna leave it dangling there,
2: drier Um, than the desert, right? So like as a
0: if I were wow, if I were a ducks fan, nobody heard nothing. If I were a ducks fan, I would be happy with the moves, knowing that like what you saw the you know the early on, the, the flash of greatness that you saw like is a, a great precursor of things to come, uh, and that these moves are meant to uh, add weapons uh, to what's in place. Um, you're going to also have to figure
2: out who the
0: coach is and what kind of weapons that coach is going to want or need for their particular style of play, like there's a lot up in the air, uh, but still a ton of capital and a ton of ways to go. Which you know you want options, and it's great. It's great that they've got the options. If I'm a Kings fan, I'm 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 a little disappointed because uh, you wanted either to shore up, you know, either bring in more scoring or shore up a more solid defense, and they did neither.
2: Uh, let's see.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you have anybody? Does anybody else stick out for you that you're like, oh, okay?
1: I mean, obviously, Colorado adding Manson was a big one. That's that's just makes them better. Uh, yeah, Tampa the Bay. Rich, rich getting richer. Brandon Hagel, Tampa. Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay gave up a haul for Brandon Hagel, what? but
0: yeah, okay. So put yourself put yourself uh, in the light like, in the shoes of a lightning. Like, and 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 pick, are you a are you a short-sighted or are you a nearsighted uh lightning fan?
1: I mean, I'm a nearsighted lightning. I think I think what they did is worth it because they're still, I mean, one of the best, more competitive teams in the NHL. They've got to compete with Florida, who picked up Giroux. I mean, Florida did that after Tampa got Hagel, but I think they were anticipating uh probably that Giroux would end up in in Florida. And then they also got to compete with Carolina probably later on in the playoffs. And Having the chance to three-peat is something... I mean, I don't know what the Oilers were the last team to three-peat. Am I wrong? Um, Back in the 80s? uh, Or did they not... They did four. uh,
0: Wasn't the Islanders?
1: I think the the Oilers were more recent. Um, Jamie, look that up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you've got... Oilers, Oilers. No, the Oilers never won three in a row. No. The Islanders won four in a row. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah.
1: Good call. The the Canadians jammed themselves in there between the 84, 85, 87, 88 Oilers titles. Um, That was was,
0: uh, Patrick Waugh's rookie year, I want to say.
1: Yep. Yeah. So where the chance for the lightning, especially in Florida to be the, the first team since the 19 early eighties in the, uh, in the Islanders that win more than two in a row, that's huge, especially in today's NHL. Um, so, I mean, I totally see why they did it. Uh, I think I'm kind of worried. And also breeze I think has proven to be a pretty good drafter just like Iserman was. So maybe you can give up those assets. Cause you feel like you've got some guys in the pipeline still um the panthers obviously getting drew was huge uh yeah Yeah. i the obviously the kraken have got a ton of draft picks i don't know i i don't know quite what ron francis is i don't think ron francis's track record has been that great uh going back to his time in carolina and then uh the start of things with Seattle. So maybe this is his big breakout. He's going to make some big moves, but at least he's got a lot of assets. Um, Right. Yeah. Again, he's got,
0: he's got chips. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. The wild. I love that. I love Delorier when he was with the ducks. I'm glad the wild got him because that's going to give them some grit. And then Mark on Fleury out of the blue is pretty sweet. Um, So I think, uh, I think that's pretty good. What did the Rangers do?
2: Didn't cop.
1: they did didn't they get a duck? They got no, they got cop and Tyron ah, Mott. That's, Yes. Yeah. I mean, decent. I think the Bruins is another one that I obviously am going to mention them. Uh having grown up a Bruins fan. Uh I like Lindholm. I might have been critical of Lindholm over the past few years, saying he maybe was a little bit overrated.
2: Uh <laughs> but, no. <laughs>
1: but on a, uh, on a on a blue line already that's got Charlie McAvoy and and Grizzlick and um Brandon Carlo I mean I I think he's a great he's a great second pairing defenseman or a, or a replacement if McAvoy gets injured for any extended period of time on the on the first pairing so I like that trade the 8 years is tough uh the 8 year <laughs> um extension but at least it wasn't for like 9 10 million dollars a year it was it was reasonably affordable uh, and you've got your defense, the Bruins have got their defensive core locked up now for a while. So hopefully that won't be a problem. Uh, the long contract though, is kind of the, the way I get over, it's the price to play the game in the NHL. If you want to sign uh free agents, you have to compete with other teams and you have to give them terms. So you're going to have some, some bad contracts. <laughs> uh, so, um, Hampus Lindholm might not be the best contract when he turns 33, 34, but at least for the next four or five years, I think this will be worth it.
0: You know, um, I believe uh, uh, Freddie Freeman, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, things, things here in LA signings on that. um, The difference between him being a Dodger and him not, um, I I believe is the difference between uh, four and six years on a contract. So, yeah, I think the, the, Across all sports, you're going to see the price of doing business is going to be, you know, longer, you know, having to make longer terms than you're comfortable with.
1: Yeah. And it's it's kind of been Sweeney's Sweeney has always gotten kind of a good cap number. I mean, he's got it from his stars, Bergeron and Marchand and Pasternak. He's not paying out of the wazoo for them. Uh, And he's done the same with McAvoy and Carlo. So he's not paying a lot on a year by year basis for what Lindholm can do. It's just that that length of contract is is long. I mean, eight years is is crazy, but I mean, it's not crazy. It's what you have to do to get the player, especially after you trade a first round pick. I think two second round picks, a young defensive prospect uh, and another and, and John Moore. I mean he's do a salary dump, but like you're gonna give up that much, you gotta at least make sure he stays for a while. So I I get why they did it. I, I don't think I think they were winners because I think they had to really make a move to uh to at least potentially be able to compete with your Floridas and your Tampas and your Carolinas over and Colorados if it gets to that point uh in a seven game series.
0: Uh, that is the most gross sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> they have to compete with the Carolinas and the Floridas and the Tampas. You just, Oh, that makes my head hurt. Oh, it hurts my ear. hurt. Just
1: that Florida's is just doing so well in the Southeast. Oh,
0: no, so the, that there's, that there's hockey in the fucking Sunbelt. And like, that's, that's what's, that's what's in first place in the East right now. That's insane to me. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I get it. I, I I I wouldn't be a part of the game of hockey if it hadn't grown into the places that it wasn't supposed to grow. But it did. But now you have to deal with parades in fucking Tampa Bay. Uh.
1: <laughs> there have already been too many.
0: I know. And then you throw Tom Brady into it, right?
1: At least they get um, those. At least they'll get those championship parades before they start having fascist parades going through the streets with their governor. Uh, that's all. Are I'll you say sure? That. Are you sure? What do you mean? Have,
0: have you met Ron DeSantis?
1: No, I know. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying the people of Florida can enjoy some championship parades before their their state turns to fascism. Right? No. Area.
0: Right. Yeah. You're right. No, right. Yeah. So let, let's let's get him let's I guess get him one more in.
1: They can oh, parade we, This is getting dark.
0: Before before we close the book on what we will later call the good old days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does get dark sometimes with Jeff. But you know what? I thought I'd be okay just doing seltzers. You know, I got the I got the, you know, the vodka soda in a can. And I figured, you know what? It it doesn't make me want to fight people. You know, I, and it it doesn't you know it doesn't make me want to tell you how much I really 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 love you, Anthony. Even though I don't say it enough, <clears throat> I promised my, I promised myself I wouldn't get choked up. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no. So I figured you know I figured it'd be a nice a nice medium, but uh,
1: hmm, maybe it, mouth, maybe cotton, cotton mouth plus plus beer bubbles makes for a a a real gelatinous kind of funk back there that you got to really get out of the throat
0: no that was uh, uh that was that was choked up on command man that was that was acting chops get this, i need to get get off get off my back here brother i'm just trying to an oscar <laughs> i'm just trying to tell you that i the the seltzer was the way to go uh ah. um, yeah
2: because it, it you know but then you ruined it you ruined it <laughs>
1: Okay, speaking of losers, um, all right. Besides the Kings, who are your who are your uh, who are your losery teams that you feel like uh, failed during this uh, trade deadline?
0: Anybody, anybody who traded anybody to the state of Florida, (laughs) fuck you,
2: fuck you, you suck.
0: Oh, oh, Philly. Philly, I could I got a bone to pick with you, motherfuckers, because like I feel, mm. I mm. see I'm getting, mm. <laughs> but I, look, the talking about this makes makes me a little bit emotional, because
2: because look, mm. there's only five of us left. There were six of us to start.
0: I'm, I'm talking about the second six. There were six of them. Anthony, do you know this? Come on. You used to have a podcast about failed teams, so this is this is in your this is in your wheelhouse. Who were the second six?
1: Oh, of the NHL expansion, uh, the Blues, Flyers, uh, Kings. Um, there was another. Uh, was it the Colorado Avalanche? Nope. Uh Blues, Flyers, Kings. Um, oh, the California. Yeah, the San Francisco Seals or California Seals or whatever they're. In- they were at the beginning oh. uh that's four yeah and then i want to say was pittsburgh was part of that uh oh. and the last one not atlanta came later was it cleveland no i missed the last one who was the last the last of the second six
0: the the minnesota north stars
1: uh yeah gotcha.
0: <clears throat> and so like i like i said one one of them doesn't exist and the other one moved to Dallas and there's, uh, there's, there's like, a, there's, there's, there's a bond, uh, you know, amongst, amongst, um, amongst those teams. And I, I thought, I thought Philly, like I, I thought we had an understanding, right? Like you're going to, you're going to go ahead and you're going to go ahead and help it help a, help a team at Florida. <laughs> you're going to let Florida get good.
1: Ugh. It's too late. They're already good. They're just getting better.
0: That's, just, that's it. The rich, the rich are getting richer, and who who helped fucking Colorado? The Ducks.
1: <laughs>
0: God damn.
1: Fucking Chuck Norris.
0: Fucking, fucking straight up, straight up, fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> um, no, but who? Um,
2: who do you think? Here's my question: Is which which fan base? As far as this season's okay, take take Colorado, Tampa Bay, and Florida out of it.
0: When we talked about them. They they've already got plenty of reason to be excited. They they you know they didn't they didn't need this. They didn't need something to be like okay maybe we got a shot now. They've had a shot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but speak speak to fans of a specific team that uh, should feel the best about like oh, we got them like okay, okay now we' now we've really got a shot It's not one of the three that I mentioned, but somebody out there is like, okay, okay we got a, we got a shot to make a run what 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 team do you think that is
1: i don't i I'm gonna hate to rain on everyone's parade I don't think I mean the wild I guess they probably already know, but I don't see a team beating those, the, the hurricanes, Rangers, lightning, uh, uh, avalanche. Like I, I don't see, I, I don't even think with the move, the Bruins made, I don't think they're better than any of those teams. We've been just mentioned still Minnesota, maybe I don't think Toronto with Giordano. I mean, they, they've got the stink of first round disappointment on them still. I, I don't, I hate to break it to everyone. Calgary, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> Calgary probably has a, has a shot cause they don't have that hard of a, a division early on. No offense, Jeff uh, early in the playoffs and they probably can maybe wait until let's see what the standings look like. If things continue the way they are, they can probably avoid care uh, Colorado until the conference finals. So, yeah,
0: yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't cross over until yeah, literally the conference finals you play, you play out, you know, a mini, the mini tournament, in your own division everybody does until you know until conference finals times
1: yeah i mean that right now calgary's got kind of a an easier path they play if the season ended today they'd play nashville in the first round they'd avoid it's kind of the team i'm sure people don't want to play in vegas that can get hot at any time uh and then they've got the kings or edmonton after that presumably so like you can avoid Colorado until the late rounds. I just think Calgary is probably, it would be my dark horse team that overall, I think they made some moves getting to Foley and stuff. So uh, I I say Calgary, I I think Calgary is going to be the uh, maybe the surprise team. If that's where we were going the long-winded way.
0: Yeah. I don't, I, I I don't hate that pick. And you know, uh, again, uh, as a, as a Kings fan, I don't, I don't hate any team for acquiring Tyler to Foley. (laughs) I, I no, I've 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 watched, you know, I've gotten to see him play live a lot. And I've never I've never hated his game. I've always maybe thought he could score more, but that's just a fan that wants their best players to play better. You know what I mean? Um but he carried he carried kind of a lot of the uh, uh do you remember the expectations on Dustin Brown earlier in his career when everybody mm-hmm. thought he was supposed to put the puck in the net at a at a much higher rate than even even you know scouts were like, no, he's not gonna score that much, but everybody just assumed, you know, high draft pick, like, oh yeah, you're gonna score, you know. But and there was always that weight and it never, you know, it always created some sort of tension. I don't think to to fully, I think got a little bit of that. I think it's just because in LA, like when when you become a name that's recognizable, it's all right, score points, go. Go 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 do stat sheet things, right? But he brings he brings a lot more than you know, than than just the stat sheet stuff and especially at this point in his career. He's a he's a fucking veteran, right? You you know, who won did he win two or one? I
1: think, well,
0: he, I think he won
1: I think he won, won one. I think was, but, he yeah, was like,
2: But yeah, he was a kid. He was a freaking kid. Um uh,
0: but yeah i think i think he, you know i he's i'm not mad you know i'm not mad at that addition if i'm the the a, a fan of the Calgary
1: plains same all right i think uh i think that's all we got for uh for tonight huh before i dig myself any other uh, deep holes <laughs> wow troy terry scored again sorry i just was looking at the ducks I was gonna talk a little bit of shit about Troy Terry when we were when we were going over the. That's <laughs> not not shit, but like part of me was like, all right, if if Troy Terry is not what he is this year, next year, then Patrick Beek's got a lot more of a gap to bridge. But he scored again tonight, got thirty goals, so he just does not stop. Maybe I should just shut the fuck up.
0: No, that's God, he is good.
1: Also, Derek Grant with two goals tonight. Uh, that gives him, oh. that gives him eleven for the season. <laughs> and if we're if we're comparing if we're comparing uh, points, stats that actually matter, uh, <laughs>
0: I see what you did there.
1: That puts <laughs> <laughs> that puts Derek Grant at eleven goals. And sorry, this is really not as effective as I'd hoped it would have been because I'm stuttering. So Derek Grant has 11 goals, and and he has at least 7 assists, which now puts him at 18 points. Uh, Daniel Sprong is at a solid 14, so suck on that. Bye, everyone.
0: Totally sides.